As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Get involved. Let's talk. Let's say what's up. Because Rich is uh, bewildered, I think. I'm I'm uh, I'm fascinated by Jonathan India of the Cincinnati Reds. His dad prioritizes the Mets games again. It's over watching. That's what your that's your disconnect, and and I think that's where we're different. It's like who no, we evolve and change, Kavina. We no, evolve and change in no, those priorities. I'll always in life. be an Italian half Mexican kid. That's who I am. So if you're gonna say no, nope, now you're uh, you're gonna be German now. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't think you're a moron. You're comparing your ethnicity. You're comparing yes, your ethnicity to rooting for uh, rooting for Aaron are. Judge. Yes, is part of you. At this point in my life, you know, I'm forty something years old. That's who I am. I'm not. You should be no, embarrassed. No, you're embarrassing because you're on Fox Sports Radio saying that you jump ship like that just because. That's what fair weathered fans do. What his dad is doing is the perfect formula of how to still be a supportive parent. But still be loyal to the Dude. team that you've rooted for your whole life. And I love the if way he let his son know, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Joel, if you, by the way, if people missed earlier, Joel, if you don't mind playing, this is an interview with Jonathan India of the Reds on a podcast talking about his dad. Listen. My dad watches the Met games and then tapes the Reds games. So he doesn't even watch our Reds games live. He fast forwarded it through the whole game. Yeah, he just records my bats and sends them to me. He goes, you know, he just, it, it's so funny. He watches the Met games, and then, like, at 11 o'clock at night, he's hes watching our game. I'm like, dude, the game's over, man. Like, and I'm like, hey, what would you think about my bat? He goes, I didn't see it yet. Yeah, I'm reading our feedback on Twitter. Robert hit us up, and he goes, so as a Yankees fan, if you had your son drafted by the Sox and they met in the ALCS, what's the play? Who are you rooting for? Root my for belief. my son to win in that situation. I would. 
I mean, okay, but that's yeah, something that's you good. that's something you face when you get there. Like, I mean, yeah. slow down. Now, all of a sudden, in your hypothetical, uh, you're playing my my rival team in the World Series. Get out of here. Steve hit us up and he goes, I have to disagree with Kavino and Rich. Well, don't disagree with me. Disagree with Kavino. He goes, sports teams shouldn't define you. Keep rooting for your favorite teams. Of course they define you. What do you mean they don't define you? It's where you're from. It's who you like chose to root for as a little boy. Your family probably rooted for them. So you come from that family of people who wear nothing but those shirts and jerseys. How could it not? Most I, of the time, yeah. it's the city you're from. You sound My, like a bozo. <laughs> Rich, we My didn't buddy. join biker gangs. We joined team fan bases. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Danny, I, I got a message from one of my buddies listening in New York on the iHeartRadio app. He goes, yo, Kavino's out of his mind. Son, no, I'm not. Just because your friend uh, Fred said so doesn't mean it's fact. It's, my, it's not my buddy Fred. It's my buddy Rob. And he said, son equals family equals blood. And, Nothing and his dad, that. you bozo, is still rooting for his son. What part of that story are you missing? Tell your friend to invest in some Q-tips and clean his ears out. Because no one's not supporting their family member in this story. It's not even a hypothetical. It's an actual story where he records his sons at bats. What part of the story are you missing? But he's still rooting for the team that defined him his whole life. He's supposed to quit that team now? You guys sound like not real fans. When Jonathan India, you sound like... Your priorities are messed up. Well, you know what? I'm here with other fans uh, of, of actual sports teams that agree with me. Danny G's nodding yes every time I talk, either that or he's enjoying the conversation. Joel agrees with me. We'll find out how Dan Beyer feels. I know, you're a bunch of knuckleheads. Spot's just sitting here on his uh, <laughs> Tinder account. <laughs> so, you know... You can't I, expect I, listen, someone to just uh, not wrong. I, I, let me tell you, if Spot just swiped I'm just right, saying, Spot's I, trying to make Spot. a son that he's not going to root <laughs> right? for down the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, I would uh, if my son was the future quarterback of the Seahawks. As much as I love the Niners, I'd be like, yeah, the Niners. I had a lot of joy, and I'm a fan. But my son is what we root for. We root for strangers wearing a uniform. Now it's your son. You know the kid you raised your whole life. Like the the where idea. Is he of, now, where is he not rooting for his son? Uh, again, I'll pose the same question. Uh, by the way, when you free and agency, your friend could clean your ears when, out. When free agency hits for Jonathan India, do you think his dad's gonna pull him aside and be like, "Take any discount you could do to play for the Mets"? <laughs> yeah, does it? he sounds like. <laughs> so you know his his whole basement is probably all geared up with yeah, Mets. He stuff. should want his son on the Mets. Yeah, no, that would be his dream come true. Like he'd be like, uh, "Dad, the, the Mariners gave you a you know five more way, million dollars you know, a year." He's I there. do wonder though because I've noticed that it's more as they get higher and higher in the level of play. Because like when he, if he was in high school over there crushing it, and the Reds or the Mets was on, I'd, I'd probably go to the high school game. But where does this thinking end, Joel? Right? I mean, working in radio, for example. If I was on K-Rock New York, am I supposed to tell my dad, no Z100, dad. Come on, where's your loyalty? <laughs> like, where does this stop? If you work in pharmaceuticals, you're like, you know what, dad, I work for Eli Lilly, and you're, you're jumping on the Pfizer bandwagon? You got to be kidding me. I mean, where's, it doesn't change your, the support of your child because you're still uh, dabbling in, in other brand names and other companies. It just doesn't work that way. Listen, I, I I get it. I don't tell my family, I work for Fox Sports now. Turn off ESPN. Hey, Turn listen, off NBC I don't want to hear about but- Joe Rogan. What kind of family loyalty are you? It's my show or no show at all. Give me a break, dude. This is reality we live in. His dad is a Mets fan. The end. He still roots it. for I, his son. I get it. 
but I think if one of your best buds or family member or someone plays for a professional team, that becomes your secondary care. team. I, I don't care how diehard you are. Your number one priority should be rooting for the person. I don't know. You know in real life that's you're close to. Today we celebrate. If you need more reason to celebrate, it's someone special's birthday today. Ah, uh, a guy that we all love. Absolutely. Oh, you guys shouldn't have. Yeah. Hey, oh, no. Yo, happy birthday. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Joe. Hey, yo. It's Sylvester Stallone's. Get this. Oh. 77th. My what? goodness. What is going on? I can't even believe it. That just sounds so old, but he looks great. Right? So that's inspiring. But more reason to uh, party and enjoy your weekend starting tonight. You started early. Celebrating Sylvester Stallone's 77th birthday. Absolutely. I went to, uh, after I was watching the Mets game and after I was having drinks and dinner with some friends out here in Texas, I'm flipping through the channels. I wanted to watch uh, the finale of Silo. I'm watching Silo on Apple TV. And as I'm flipping through, my wife's like, oh, my God, he has a show now? Do you see the, uh, the, all the pictures and other clips from Stallone's show about his family? His I daughters are all beautiful. Yeah, yeah, his daughters are all like pretty young women. Is and you know, remember the whole like false alarm with his like divorce, and it was like, oh, like that never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was calling it quits so, for a minute. He's living it up. So on a Throwback Thursday, where we all love Sly, Cavino and I Slay. have only talked about how much Sylvester Stallone has meant to us, mostly because the Rocky movies. I love movies. you too. I love you. I was I was hoping and wondering if you didn't mind marrying me too much. Yeah, he took you to the zoo, right? Yeah. By the way, a lot of people don't know that. And a throwback Thursday, if you guys remember, Gazzo, the, the, the guy he worked for, Gazzo, one of Gazzo's goons, tells Rocky to take Adrian to the zoo. And then he in explains very, why. Uh, yeah, in a very politically incorrect way. Right. He said, take him to the zoo. Uh, some type of people love the zoo. And you're like, oh, very politically incorrect. And then you look to the next movie and he takes Adrian to the zoo three years later it was a three year long payoff of a joke three years later he asks her to marry him at the zoo and it makes you wonder what does Rocky think about Adrian (laughs) connect the dots later look what kind of job Adrian got where does she work at the pet store of course she works at the pet store and my so favorite fun fact, you. my favorite fun fact, though, is the the Turtles, Cuff and Link. He still has them today. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Well, Some turtles dinosaurs. Yeah. So I ask you, on a throwback Thursday, Sly turns 77 today. Other than the Rocky movies, other than the whole Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed, you know, Drago, other than the Rocky universe. What is your favorite Stallone? I have an easy answer for this, man. I really do. I'm not saying it's his best movie, but it's the one I like the most because I find it to be the most entertaining. And just because it's not the best doesn't mean it's not the most entertaining. I'll give you an example, okay? Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom is not the best Indiana Jones, but it's my favorite because it's the most entertaining. The Last Crusade or Raiders of the Lost Ark, but The Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones. But my favorite is the most entertaining one, The Temple of Doom. Love me some short round. So I'm not saying this is Stallone's best work and best movie, but it's the one that's the most entertaining to me. And that's Demolition Man. 
It's so good. And you deny it, and you never even finished it. That's your number one Stallone movie? By far. Because it's entertaining AF. That's the weakest you can't, answer. You that have I've never heard. Just, you can't even. You I can't even it. say anything because you never watched it. Five star uh, dining at Taco Bell. Yeah, dude. Uh, Benjamin Bratt, Sandra Bullock, dude. Jack right. Black has a small cameo. Dennis Leary. It's a great movie. Cove. Wesley Cove. Snipes. Incorrect. Incorrect. I did watch it, but I watched it years later. So maybe when you watch something, no, it's still good. Years later, it's stunk. If it was, if it was on TV right now, I'm stopping, and I'm watching that movie. That's how much. That's how entertaining it is. Yeah, Taco Bell wins the uh, the the food wars. It's a great story. I love it. The three seashells. Demolition Man is straight up silly but entertaining. Love it. And Spot agrees. Danny, Danny G throwing out references. Easily one of my favorites. It's it's not his best movie. Are you guys on drugs today? I'll watch uh, that did over. You guys, are you guys, uh, did you guys all get or, high before the show? If you, get, if you little... gave me a choice between that and any movie in the Rocky franchise, I would choose bro, Demolition Man. Uh, bro, Hands you guys must have all done I missed out. I'm so You're bummed up in Texas. you too far, Spot. You mean Yo, dude, Wesley I'm... Snipes against Sylvester Stallone, both guys in their prime. John Spartan. Doesn't get you fired up. Yeah, John Spartan. Oh, Benjamin Bratt. I'm I'm bummed I missed out on your little wake and bake session over there because you guys are all high. What? Or maybe is going you on got today? residual effects from the stupid edibles you take every night. How about that? What do maybe you like? you're the guy. <laughs> what do you like? Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah. What's no, your answer? I, you know what? You know what? I, I, I'm gonna name four movies that are better. I have four movies that are better. How come you get four? Yeah. Why don't you pick one? Man. That's not the name of the game. Yeah. No, I'll just pick, pick any one because they're all he's better. getting a lot of sleep. He's no, got a lot because he's doing. He's like whatever sticks. <laughs> he's playing the numbers game. Yeah. He's like, if my answer sticks, I, stinks. I still got three more uh, chances. All right. Well, I have a one obvious answer, but I'm going to give you cheesy ones that are even better than Demolition Man. Fine. Better than Demolition Man. Copland. I like Copland a lot. I like Copland. better than Demo- better than Demolition nah. Man. Not Cliffhanger. Better. Cliffhanger's pretty good. Mm, that's nah. a good one. Not better, though. Not better, though. Better than Demolition Man? Tango and Cash. Not even, oh, close. No, no, Not no. even in the conversation. You're, you're just going the wrong better, direction. You're going the wrong direction. Better than Demolition Man? Better than Demolition Man? Over the top. Okay, all right. Oh. His son was a that, that is a 1987 classic. Uh, his son was a <laughs> I do love Robert Loja. My mom, uh, when, when we watched that, my mom told me that's what where my dad was. That's what he was doing. Oh, really? Let me tell yeah. you. Did, did sense. So it tugs the heartstrings. Lincoln Hawk. Uh, was a truck driving arm wrestler. <laughs> Stallone was turned his hat around. Spot, you remember he would do the adjustment with his hand yeah, while he arm would, like, wrestling. Lift up and like move his <laughs> pinky to the other side of the hand. Dude, <laughs> that move. movie is so. Yeah, his son movie... was so soft in that movie. I couldn't get behind oh. it. Um, okay, that, again, that yeah, so, military so school bad, did nothing good. for his son. I know the kid was crying because he lost an arm wrestling competition. All right, so <laughs> Stallone's seventy seventh birthday. We say aside from the Rocky <laughs> franchise, aside from Rocky. What's his best movie? Again, he was born 1946, 77 years old. What a life. You know what's a good sleeper hit? Daylight. The one where they're trapped in the, what was it, the Holland the Tunnel? tunnel? Oh, that's pretty. That's a good one, Spot. Look, they're all fun. They're all entertaining. He's an action star. He redefined action star in the 80s. And what you learn in the Schwarzenegger documentary on Netflix is that if it wasn't for Stallone... You wouldn't have had Arnold Schwarzenegger pushing to make all these other movies. They were like in a heated competition of who was the guy. And it was back and forth. And Stallone is the man. 
And I love Stallone. And I like all those movies, Rich. But you asked me my favorite, which is the best, aside from Rocky. I'm sticking with Demolition Man. I think you downplay it. I I mean, I don't. I, I watched it. And it's good. It's not the best. I'm gonna, let me go over some Stallone movies and give me your immediate reaction, okay? I'll name some classics on his 77th birthday. Lucky number seven. Yo, 7-7. Seven, seven. I'll give you some Stallone. You tell me what you think, all right? I've never seen it, but I've only heard great things about the 1974 classic Lords of Flatbush. Well, what's cool about that is the Fonz, Henry Winkler's in that too. I know. I've never You're seen right. it. I, I've, I've heard, heard, I've heard people. He's a good guy. I've heard people say it's good, though. I don't know. I've never seen it either. Obviously, Rocky started all, but we're not doing Rocky movies. Have you ever seen... Let's see, I don't want to do the Rambo movies either. So, my grandfather used to love the movie Cobra. Remember Cobra? Yeah. It was all right. An- another Stallone movie from back in the day. Um, how about... Lockup? Do you know Lockup? Nope. nope. So not no. even not even in the convo. All right. I, what about Oscar? Nope. Oh, well, he was he was uh, what was he, he? He was a grouch. I didn't like that one. <laughs> no, wasn't wasn't that like his attempt at like something funny? Yeah, he was like a mob boss, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it was? It was in the mob. Yeah. It was mob related, but it was like a mob comedy movie. All right. Then you get to the '90s, and this is like this is post. The Rocky movies. He got Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That's great. It's good. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, I lo- you know I love Estelle Getty. Uh, cliffhanger, cliffhanger, Demolition Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Do you remember The Specialist? No. I oh, what about it, Judge? But... Uh, oh, what about Judge, Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd is yes. a good one. It's another like, you know, futuristic. Yeah, I put that in the same lane. Society same kind of lane as uh, Demolition, Demolition Man. Yeah, Man. same. But but Demolition Man better. Yeah, I'm telling you, you Way start better. you start scrolling on the IMDb, and there's some years where it's like, yo, we're really remembering. Like he he, he had a primo, ten to twenty year period of Rockies and Rambo's, and then later on he gets into the Expendables. Are we down with the Expendable movies? Don't sleep. Oh, you said Copland. Right? Never mind. I'm, yeah. I'm completely down with it, but they're not better than Demolition Man to me. And and of course you could factor in when these movies came out because they hit you at a very influential time in your life so you can't watch demolition man now as an adult and relate to it the same way we did as younger kids you're not going to like it the same way that's not going to hit the same i I feel like you and i saw this movie together for some reason is it possible de niro and stallone grudge match two old guy that old guys have boxed i like it yeah Yeah, i really like that movie he did with schwarzenegger where they were trapped on the the prison boat escape plan remember that movie I, I know. They I've never seen it. No, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'll, you it's know, it's pretty fun. decent. Now you're just listing out but his resume. They're older now. They're older now. But it's like it's Schwarzenegger they, and Stallone. Did they have to take Blue Chew to get off? Probably. And they're trying. <laughs> uh, they're trying to escape this like floating prison. So again, you can go over his IMDb all you want. Could Rocky beat Rambo? <laughs> no. no, Rambo has machine Whoa. guns. Yeah, Ram- yeah and machetes. Uh, no, uh, but great characters, man. And that's what puts Stallone in a very unique conversation. He has three franchises that really, truly prospered. Only a few people could say that. And you, you know who comes to mind? Obviously Stallone with Rocky, Rambo, and The Expendables. And the only guy I could really think of that has done it to that level in a completely different way is Mike Myers. 
three different franchises that really prospered and did well. Shrek, Wayne and Garth, Austin. Wayne's World. Oh yeah, Shrek, Wayne's World. Austin Powers. And, yeah, that's hard. It's hard to get multiple franchises, and Stallone's done it three times. Yeah, so that's why we said, hey, without without Rocky, what's the best movie? Uh, again, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. So Stallone's the goat. Stallone is definitely think, one of the goats. Let's see, the Joel, action star goat. Yes, I think, I think it, it, for me, if you're saying from the time I was born, if you're talking like eighties, nineties till now, like the last forty ish years, I think Stallone's your number one action star. Action star, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Him he's the Arnold, action star goat. Uh, I mean, you're gonna give shout outs to like Bruce Willis and Statham and well, you know I mean, guys like that. But, don't sleep on Tom Cruise. And uh, Tom Cruise with all the Mission Impossible. Who does all but, his own stunts? He does. Yeah. Yeah, but so did Jackie I feel like Chan. Stallone. Yeah, there's a Jackie Chan video floating around that made me sad because it's it's a fake video and I thought it was real. Oh, I thought it was real too. It's, it's not real. It's him and his uh, granddaughter it, it, looking at old films and they get all emotional. Yeah, apparently his grandkid his grandkid hates him and says he's like homophobic and he's the worst guy. So it's like a, a fake like AI video and it's like not real. What? No. Yes. What are you I, talking I, about? I, I was all bummed. I was like, oh, what a great what video, Jackie it's a Chan. Fake AI video. We've been yes. duped. We're yes. like we're like old people. Did you hear what Donald Trump said? Like, mom, no, it's fake. It's fake. Wim Benyama, <laughs> and we're gonna Wim be in Vegas all weekend long. For NBA Con and the Summer League, there's a story developing today. I don't know if you saw this, where he and Britney Spears were at the same place. They were at Catch, and apparently Britney Spears is a big fan. And she tapped him on the back and was like, I want to take a picture. And his security backhanded her, knocked her to the ground, and she filed a police report. So it's a developing story about Britney Spears being attacked by Wembenyama security. I don't, I don't know if you're serious. I'm dead serious. I'm waiting for like so a hippie baby one more time punchline or something. It's a it's a developing story. Breaking news. Right, there I you gotta have look it. this up. For real? Yes, just happened last night. Just happened last night, and she Spears. filed a police report because she wanted yeah. a pick with Victor Wembenyama. Exclusive. Britney smacked in face by San Antonio Spurs security. And she didn't even say, hit me, baby, one what? more time. Oh, my huh? God. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, right. you, laugh when he, you laugh when he says it's Bob, but not me. Good. No. Wow, um, she just can't catch a break. Well. Oh, wow. It's a developing story. So we'll give you That's more fun. updates. But, hey, look at the clock. Hit it. <laughs> yeah. What we going to do right here is go back. Back into time. Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after, CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we reminisce together. Yeah! yeah you know, Camino, maybe when yeah. Banyama's security is like, yo, he's not falling down the Zion path, and they're like, women, stay away. Like, I don't know. Maybe there's got to be a reason, right? Yeah, but she's Britney Spears, dude. I mean, and they knock her to the ground. You can't touch him. She does look a little unhinged these days. Was she doing her dance moves? Yeah. Was she was she like looking into the camera? Yeah. Honestly, or looking did, right at him dancing. Did, uh, was it her that led, or was it like her beefhead, meathead, like husband? Because maybe like he was. The story as I got it now is that she was tapping him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, it's Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch." <laughs> no. And I, she wanted a picture. She's a fan, and security wasn't having it. Anyway, again, we'll keep you posted on that. 
It's old school and 50 hits. We talked about Stallone's 77th birthday. Guess who else's birthday it is? Born on this day, 1979. It's their 44th birthday. Born yeah, in Philly. And he Kevin guesses? Hart. Kevin Hart's birthday. There he is. Kev. I, by the way, I'm sorry. Before we get to Kevin Hart, I'm thinking, wh- how can Brittany be a Wembenyama fan? Wait, is she a fan of, like, European basketball? Like, how does she even know? So like, she's, a fan, she's yeah. a fan of the moment it and the hype. the hype. It shows wow, the hype. It shows the hype this guy. Yeah. Jeez. Backs so, up what we were saying. Exactly. That's, that's why this is such a hot ticket to get. But I want to get slapped by his security. We're, we're not talking about the seven foot five. I'll slap you for free. When Benyama, we're talking about the four foot five Kevin Hart. All right, so let's stay <laughs> let's stay focused here. Uh, again, happy forty fourth to Kevin Hart. Now we were talking about how everybody has a path, everybody has a come up. Yeah, and being early on that come up is what makes it fun a lot of times. And that's why we're talking about going to Wembenyama's game. Yo, this is his first game in the summer league. You want to be there from the start. Yeah, Camino, listen. You want to go plus for the years, ride. In 10, 15 years, if this guy's got a few NBA titles and he's the, you know, the LeBron or MJ or Kobe of our generation now, you know, it'll be nice to say, hey, Camino, remember when? That summer league game we saw in Vegas. So I get it. Everyone's got a beginning. Everyone's got a story. There was a time when every big broadcaster was on the local news in some small town. Every hip hop artist was was you know rapping at some small club. Every rock band played in front of ten people. Every social media superstar with millions and trillions of views had like five people following them for a long yeah. time that they I were mean, very loyal to. But Kevin Hart, before he was selling out stadiums before he was the superstar comedian and actor that he is i remember him as the guy in 40 year old virgin but it goes it goes further than that he was the dude who just came into the electronics store fighting with romany malco i remember that kevin hart which is the random role in that movie i mean again that was probably the biggest thing going for him at the time and still a big opportunity, but think of where his career is now compared to then. And whenever they play, along came Pauly. Yes. Uh, you notice him as one of the camera guys doing the fake E! True Hollywood story. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's the great Kevin Hart. So it makes you think of people before they blew up, right? And, before and, the know- big break. Do you see it happening every year? I mean, if you're into comedy, comedian Matt Reif, the young, handsome dude that's all over social media, he was saying a year ago maybe 20 people would go to a show. He just sold out a world tour. So people blow up, and the the fun of seeing the journey, right? Well, that dude was on Wild and Out you know, years and years ago before he became the star yep. he is today. So I got one. I know we all loved him as Reggie in Nutty Professor, but do you remember Chappelle was Tom Hanks's buddy? And was it You've Got Mail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like Tom Hanks' random work buddy. It's like, wait, is, is that Dave Chappelle? Yes, that's Dave Chappelle. So before their big break, where were they in sports and entertainment? We'll take your phone calls and feedback next. More Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack. Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can. Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Whoa, I, I'm still thinking about Britney Spears getting slapped by Wembenyama's I mean, security uh, team. Any story involving Britney Spears isn't you know, that surprising. Have you watched her social media? Rich. Yeah. Can you imagine you are, you got a brand new sensational rookie, you're a security, you draw the assignment to go to Vegas with him, you slap a lady and it's Britney Spears. <laughs> Yo, like you, every layer, every layer is like, oh you man, fired. you slapped the woman. Oops, slapped, I did it again. Not a, Yeah, oops, uh, again. Now, look at the scenario. It's probably some guy 
that has spent the day telling people, back off, uh, stay away from Wimbenyam, his debut's tomorrow, beat it, scram. Britney Spears, megastar, who probably looks a little disheveled. I'm not trying to be mean, but let's call a spade a spade, right? So, Spot, you said it. Like, she probably came up like, hey, ooh, and, and, Oh, hey, slapping her though. This is hey, wild, Corvino, man. She gets a call from your wife's. He gets a call from your wife's voice. How's it going? This is his first assignment. How's it going? Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah. Oh. This is like when Ed O'Neill didn't recognize her. Remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the airport. Yeah. Which one's worse? Oh man! First day on the job, hey. honey. How's it going today? <laughs> oh. I had yeah. to slap somebody. Uh, bad bad encounters. You know, Camino, the only, I mean, this is bad because she got hit, but my favorite one ever is when the singer Kesha tried to hug Jerry Seinfeld on a red carpet. Do you guys know that story? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, thank you. He's like, no, get away. Don't touch no, me. Good. Uh, oh, don't touch me. Why was, this, uh, why was the security guard's first inclination, though, to smack her in the face? Like, how did she approach? And you smack that, one person. That's that's so right? funny, Joel. You smack one person. It just so happens to be one of the biggest <laughs> pop stars in history. And why history. not just, like, the, you know, give him, a, like, the Heisman or something. Like, hey, push Bob, him away. Sarge is on line one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we're not saying smacking anybody's okay, right? But he's there to do yeah. a job, and the one person he smacks happens to be Britney Spears. Anyway, yeah, it's like it's like when uh you know R- Wild Thing Rick Vaughn slept with a woman. It just so happened to be Dorn's wife. Like this is yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the what's the chances? What's this was this guy's chances? money train. He was probably going to be protecting him all over where he goes. You know, team travel everywhere. He, you know, Joel, that's a great point. This guy may have just lost his job. A great opportunity. Yeah. Not like, just if I, his if job, I'm in but like, good with I mean, this, I could uh, I could roll for another maybe 15, 20 years with this guy. He this did, was his retirement yeah, program. He did do his job. <laughs> I mean, Spot, do you remember in uh, – you guys all remember in The Last Dance, that goofy guy that was like Michael Jordan's dude with the long hair? Like, I mean, you get your guys, and they could stick with you for a long time. This might have been the opportunity – of a lifetime, and the guy got aggressive and stupid and slapped Britney Spears. Well, we don't know how aggressive she was either. Not again that it justifies it, but it may tell the story. Dan Byers got something. What's up, Dan? Guys, I was just gonna say, I think that the Spurs focus on defense has gone a little too far. Hey, <laughs> 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 he'll be here till Thursday. <laughs> not when I'm sipping my coffee, Dan. Come on. <laughs> Dan, did you see this? That she was backhanded so hard her glasses fell off. I, I. This is what I think. He probably just stuck out his arm to be like, get away. And she's what five four? I don't know. I don't know if you guys have met her. I've never seen her in person. Yeah, but. she's she's a oh, short. Dan's yeah. claiming flopping. Yeah. He's claiming yeah, yes. <laughs> technical <laughs> foul. But again, no, Dan put his arm out. You know a, how uh, it wouldn't take a lot to knock yeah. her over. You know how your uh, grandpappy or your dad used to stop the car and put his hand out. Just a, a, yes. a seat, a human seatbelt short. Yeah, yeah, but even if this guy just put his hand out and created some sort of barrier, that could have knocked her over. Yeah, she filed a police dude. report. I don't it believe says, she filed a police report for nothing. It says Brittany composed herself and went to her table. They're told at TMZ that the security guy came over to her table and apologized. He said, "You understand how it is when you're being swarmed by fans." He apologized, and Brittany accepted. 
and then file the police report. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, 911. I'm sure her wow. Maybe she just wanted Wembenyama to take her picture because it's a different angle since he's so tall. She didn't even oh, want you, it with you know, him. Yeah, you know? Dan, you know that, that upward angle, that down yeah. angle is more flattering. Yes, she, absolutely. Yeah, that's how she dances. She looks up into the camera. You're right. She does her Instagram videos, so maybe uh, she just wanted She's always angle. doing that angle. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a very strange it? story to come out of. Uh, Vegas yeah. as of Wednesday night. And that's why we're going, Kavino, for an investigation. <laughs> hey, right? Uh, uh. So the officer, another officer had to come out and actually take the police report, right? Yeah, I would imagine. Wow. From who? So. From Brittany? Oh, I'll take that report. And you know what? This is uh, this happened on the same week that uh, didn't people, they didn't acknowledge Shaquille O'Neal and LeBron's son both got rejected from getting into a party at a club? Yes. Yeah. The, the story so, was they were... Uh, what was it, 18? They were, yeah, but they, they're probably thinking, yo, not, guess who our dads are? Age. Our dads are Shaq and LeBron. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. You're out. Out. Yeah, you're supposed to walk in with an entourage. You, you're not supposed to get individually carded. Wow. Well, well hey. we'll keep you posted on that. Dan Byers on, on the scoop. Uh, so <laughs> He's on Britney Smackwatch. Yeah, Smackwatch 2023. Smack he called watch. it a flop. I believe Byer called it a flop. I believe he did. I, I, I The story I Chivino read is fell to the ground. Yes. That's knocked the I, glasses off. Oh, just the glasses off? And Both. she hit the ground. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I saw on TMZ that she fell to the ground as a result. So... Wembenyama's security Man, apparently one. backhanded Britney Spears because she was trying to get a pick, <laughs> and she filed the police report. We'll keep you updated on that. No, Byron said she was turning a corner with the football, and she got that stiff arm. You know that one that just, oh, just stiff armed <laughs> by security. Yeah. So we were talking some throwback Thursday old school and fifty hits. We do it every Thursday on the Cavino and Rich Show. We bring it to the Dan Patrick Show today. We celebrate Kevin Hart's 44th birthday. And we were talking about actors and athletes before their big break. Like before their uh, like, big like, you break. Mean like, uh, you mean like Britney Spears and the Mickey Mouse Club? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it could even be singers. Yeah. In our pre-show meeting, we mentioned how Jay-Z and Tom Brady were a big topic yesterday. Well, Jay-Z was the little sidekick to Big Jazz. Yeah. Before he broke out. Jay-Z was a, a nobody from Nowhereville. He was the backup dude to a rapper that no one even re- remembers probably nowadays. I do. He he was in the video for Hawaiian Sophie. Yep. He had Did a it, big song called Groove. Uh, makes us think of Tupac, yeah. too. Tupac Shakur. That's right. Digital Underground. He was one of the backup dancers. Tupac, go ahead and rock this. And yeah. you know what? If you're going to talk about dancers, uh, Jennifer Lopez, who was playing pickleball with uh, Ben over the weekend... J-Lo, we all know from In Living Color. She was one of the fly girls. Right. Everybody has a past. Everybody starts somewhere. So it could be sports or entertainment. 877-99 on Fox. Hit us up at Covino and Rich. I'll tie one into sports, kind of, sort of. MC Hammer. It's a popular story, but and everybody knows why he's got the Hammer nickname. He was a bat boy, a ball boy. And they always said he looked like Hammer and Hank Aaron. So he was a ball boy for the Oakland A's. Oh, so it was the Miners? Kidding. Oakland A's. Right, exactly. How dare you? They were winning championships <laughs> back, back then. then. I, yeah, they you know, were, they were You're right. You're right. That yeah. was a different time. I got to um, say, Rich, you got your A game today. But uh, thank people, you, Joel. But people said that he was a, a great ball player growing up. Oh, yeah. No, he was – he definitely – they said he had a stroke. Uh, you know what's interesting? I saw this on a documentary about – we are talking about action stars before. 
Bruce Willis, who I know is dealing with some health stuff now, so wishing him and, the, and his fam the best. But Bruce Willis, you know when he did the Die Hard movies, they didn't have him on the original poster because they're like, whoa, are people going to believe the guy from Moonlighting is a, an action star? So you got to remember, he was like a TV, like, what would you say, like, like softy in a way, right? Like he the was idea of him being Sybil Shepherd on, yeah, on Moonlighting. Yeah, so, so the idea of uh, Bruce Willis being a, a huge action star came out of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, one that always stands out to me. It's a silly one, but it's still a really. I assume everybody knows this one, but it's it's a great example of what we're talking about. I was a big Pee Wee Herman fan growing up. I still am. I'll say, <laughs> love <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Oh, do you think he's gonna take? Uh, you think he's gonna take Wembem Yama to the basement of the Alamo? Maybe in San Antonio. Well, he doesn't know what the Alamo is, so yeah. Um, Alamo. <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows. I assume they do, but Cowboy Curtis was played by none other than Lawrence Fishburne. That's right. So yeah. I mean, like uh, Lawrence crazy. Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes. Well, Camino, uh, if you want to go old school to our childhood. You are a huge Growing Pains fan. In the, in the later seasons, they knew he was going to be a star. Everyone on set said he had a vibe even as a kid, but Leonardo DiCaprio was like the added, you know, runaway kid that the that the Seavers took in. Yes. So what stands out to you? That's a good one. Everybody starts somewhere. Another funny one that I always uh, thought was great. It kind of goes with Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart was in Along Came Polly, but again, like a, an ancillary character. Barely noticeable at the time. Oh. Cuba Gooding Jr., yeah, Academy Award winner, was in Coming to America in the barbershop scene, but he's just sitting there <laughs> getting his hair cut by the old guys. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I was like, hey, wait. He was a nobody then, but that guy turned into Cuba Gooding Jr. I have a sports-related one. Joe Montana might not agree with this, but every time Rudy comes on and you're watching Rudy, <laughs> who do you see? A skinny, young Vince Vaughn as yes. that quarterback that gets screamed at. Yeah. yeah, And that's where uh, Vince and I think John Favreau developed that pounds, yeah. friendship. Yeah. And by the way, Danny G, you know, when I first watched Rudy, I didn't even recognize Vince Vaughn. He looked so different. Well, you didn't know him then. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people, even watching back, they're like, oh, wait, hold on. Right. That's so Vince young. Vaughn. He's so yeah. young. And you had an overweight John Favreau, so... Yeah, that's that's wild that he was in that movie, you know, for a brief minute. I, I want to give uh, credit to Dan Beyer, who is really uh, being the scoops Callahan on this Wembenyama Britney thing. I'm now getting pop ups from like TMZ, New York Post, and everything. I feel like Dan did Dan Beyer break the Britney story with, with Wembenyama because that's like I, you know, all at once. My phone and everything on my computer get all these pop ups. You're gonna hear that's about the that. phone's listening, man. The rest of the day, you're going to hear about this. Oh, it's a big story, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a perfect weekend to be in Vegas. Maybe we'll even do a man on the street thing asking people what they think. Sure. So Let's, let's do it. All right. Uh, so any before, others come to mind? Yeah, before they became big stars, any others come to mind? Oh, I got one that you always bring up, Kavino, and I didn't know it until you pointed it out. Alfonso Ribeiro, before Silver Spoons. You always talk about being the tap dance kid and doing all Dude, with Michael Jackson. He was Jackson. in the Pepsi commercials with Michael Jackson. His yeah. kid was doing breakdance videos. He was a big-time child star before he was doing Silver Spoons or anything like that. Uh, George Clooney was on Roseanne. That's a famous one. You're like, man, that dude, the boss, whatever factory they worked at, wait, that guy... He's George Clooney now. Well, he was all, George Clooney was also on the Facts of Life. Facts of Life, yeah. Like <laughs> That's he was, right. He yeah, was just a, a yeah nobody... he looked older then than he right? does now. I know. 
So before they caught their big break, and a, and a personal story, which is a reminder that you all, you got to treat everyone with respect. It's Kevin Hart's birthday, and it makes us think back to his early days. Rich and I were hosting a red carpet event, Danny G, and Kevin Hart was not the Kevin Hart we know today. He was Kevin Hart from 40-Year-Old Virgin, just a, just a random actor, comedian that no one really knew. But I knew him because I, I followed comedy. Like, I, I know that guy. And we're at a red carpet event, and Kevin Hart walks right up to us for an interview. And right at the same time, some publicists brought John Elway to us. And we had a choice to make. <laughs> we're like, do we interview this comedian who nobody knows, or do we interview John Elway? And looking back, I still think we made the right choice, but it wasn't the Kevin Hart you know now. Yeah, uh, so we passed that on Kevin go. Hart for for John Elway. Yeah, uh, you know how we discovered that, Danny? We were Respectfully. looking at old, we were looking at old pictures once, and Kevino goes, "Wait a minute, that was that's Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart." We told we we unintentionally dissed Kevin Hart for John Elway. Unintentionally, um, of course, respectfully, but it's like, yo, man, we we have John Elway now. Or we don't have them at all. Sorry. Yo, man, we'll catch you in the future, but you see you next time. It's like Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Each year. We have to make those decisions. We had to make a choice. Right there on the spot. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about, uh, I'm trying to think of some other people that. I mean, it works in sports, dude. A lot of times people forget Randy Johnson was a Montreal Expo. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was on the Expos before he came. Or, or another great one, Big Poppy. Everybody just knows Big Poppy as a, as a Red Sox for the most part. They forget that he was hitting 11 home runs a year with the Twins. Before they were stars. Before they were big. Before they broke out. Before they were stars. You know, when you think about a show that blew up a lot of people, American Idol, right? I'm not saying like, oh, Carrie Underwood was just a a random country girl. I'm talking about like even the people involved in that show. Like Randy Jackson was like a lifetime musician that – we were, like, supposed to know that he was involved in the music industry. My dog, yo, a little pitchy. Randy Jackson was a music producer for years. It was just sort of under the radar. Um, before Seacrest was making, you know, $100 million hosting everything, he was just a local L.A. radio DJ that hosted some stuff on, like, Animal Planet, right? Yeah, he had a co-host the first year. They were just both radio Dunkle, guys. Dunkelman, Dunkelman, yeah. yeah. Hey, Rich, uh, Spot could've found been, a picture of me. us interviewing <laughs> Kevin Hart from 2007. What? Saying, saying like, hey, man, sorry, we got to make room for John Elway. <laughs> oh, and I have, this, yeah. I have this look on my face yeah. like, who is like this guy and why, why are you Basically, taking time with it's, him? It, we, he actually found the photo. Do you think Kevin Hart is like Michael Jordan and he remembers? He'll always remember. You know, but, but – yeah. I'm sure he had he to understand, though. You know what I mean? Like, as a sports fan, Kevin Hart had to recognize, yeah, I'm getting bumped because that's John Elway. You know? But, hey, he, he's had a, a crazy career, and we give him all the props in the world. It's also a reminder that everybody starts somewhere. Everybody. And Yo, it could be that guy at the office. You don't believe in him, but if he believes in himself, look out. Kavino, I have one, and you're going you're gonna to say, I, I did look this up because I was like, I feel like I saw someone in this movie. So... We all know Home Alone 1 and 2, right? Like Kevin McAllister, the second one's just as good, maybe even better. Do you remember they made a Home Alone 3, but no one watched it because it wasn't Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Yeah, it was that little uh, kid. The little, like, snot-nosed-looking Macaulay Culkin wannabe kid? The sister was Scarlett Johansson. And I remember watching that because my kids were like, isn't there another one? I'm like, yeah, but you don't want to watch that one. 
Scarlett Johansson's like the little kid in that movie. So you got to think of every big star had their start. It's just, it's the truth. And every big athlete was, you know, a no name at one point. Every comedian was playing small clubs. You hear about it all the time. The Eagles, not, not, not Donovan McNabber, the Eagles, the band, they were the backup band for Linda Rodstadt before they became one of the highest selling artists of all time. So there's a lot of like music ones, entertainment, sports before they hit it big. We talked about Demolition Man before because we're celebrating Stallone's birthday as well. Dude, Jack Black was in that movie. And the legend goes is that he was late on the one day they needed him to, to bring in his line. So he never got a line, but he's in there in the background with Dennis Leary. But he's in that movie. And he was doing Atari Pitfall commercials as a kid before he became the Jack Black we know today. Everybody has a story. And when you see it and you look back, you're like, oh, look, it's a young so-and-so. Some of these lists are great. I'm finding. I'll post a couple pictures later on our Instagram at Covino and Rich. Like an example would be Ben Affleck was an uncredited basketball player in a high school scene in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. You just see Ben. There's Ben just shooting hoops. You know what's funny, man? At is, that time, it was probably the biggest thing in their life. Oh, of course, without a doubt. And if anyone had worked with Ben in those days, they always remember him as that. And it's kind of hard to shake off no matter what you do in life. For example, like Rich and I are radio guys, right? Who've done TV, but we're radio dudes at heart. And no matter what I do, the guys from the Stern crew always think of me as the van driver in radio because that's what I did on my come up. I drove the radio station van for years and people always remember that, but everyone has a past. Everyone has a history. Everyone starts from somewhere. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, so, fellas, just a heads up. Uh, check your captains. Uh, anyway, I digress. 
Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Man, it's the story of the day. Britney Spears getting slapped and thrown to the ground by Wembenyama security. Yeah, suddenly this song has a whole different meaning to it, right? Just like that. Cavino and Rich live from Mercedes-Benz Studios in for Dan Patrick. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember, we're on 2 p.m. Normally, 2 p.m. on the West every day, 5 p.m. on the East. But subscribe to our podcast for free. Cavino and Rich. Search Cavino and Rich. Leave a review. You qualify for some bribery balls. We got CNR on FSR Nerf footballs that we give away. So thanks again for hanging out with us. Uh, We're throwing it back, wrapping this up. Everybody starts from somewhere, and we were reminiscing on Kevin Hart's 44th birthday that before he got his big break and became the Kevin Hart we know and love today, he was in Along Came Polly. Yeah. And he was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. He was the guy at the electronics store. And uh, I, I put some of these pictures on our Instagram story, at Covino and Rich. I'm doing that right now. And by the way, uh, Weller hit us up. My buddy Sean out in Los Angeles said, Jake Gyllenhaal, do you guys remember as Billy Crystal's kid in City Slickers? He was like a little snot-nosed kid. I do remember that. And there was one other one that I was like, oh, yeah, I totally had forgot that one. If you, you want to take a couple phone calls and we'll uh, – yeah, let's yeah. let's take these phone calls. Now we got to talk cheating in sports and in life. Oh, yeah. Ellie De La Cruz is in the news as of last night, but we got Sean in Sacramento. People up, before Sean? their big break, athletes and entertainers. What's up, man? Yo, my brothers in Todd. Good morning to all y'all. Man. What up? What's up, man? Hey, first of all, breaking news of the Britney Spears stuff, man. Y'all had that before I even hit my Twitter timeline. So big as the damn buyer on that. Um, But on this topic at hand, I got a couple for you. And I know those keep it on sports guys are going to be a little mad. But J-Lo, not only was she just some random fly girl, but she brought the whole booty movement to fruition when she started hitting uh, the big screen with Selena and then hit after hit after hit, man. So she's one who definitely came out of nowhere for me. And one that came out of even, you know, nowhere even more is Kim Kardashian. I mean, one video, and all of a sudden, she's the biggest thing on reality TV, and everybody wants to look like her. So I don't know if there's anybody else in the world of entertainment that blew up bigger than Kim. Well, dude, the, the story is she was Paris Hilton's stylist. Yeah. And, you know, she was, I remember she was dating Nick Lachey at one point, but she wasn't anyone 
famous. Her dad was kind of famous and now probably the most famous woman out there. But it just, again, the reminder is we all start from oh somewhere. God. Would you have ever thought during the OJ trial, one of the lawyer's daughters would be a bigger name than him? No, exactly, right? Uh, right. Kevin in Texas, you're on the Cavino and Rich show. Before up, their Kevin? big break, what's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Speaking of big breaks, just real quick with you guys, and I'll, I'll get you my other one. Uh, dude, the first time I heard you guys was on Dad Patrick Man, dude. I've been a fan ever since, so that's y'all's big break. I, I want to give y'all flowers for that, dude. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, I appreciate thanks, man. it. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Uh, hey, quick, and before uh, my big break, I want you to know I used to bartend at Bennigan's. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. it's, better, it's better than Jonas Knox to be in a freaking rat at Chuck E. Cheese anyway. Um, oh, I didn't anyway, even know that. That's yeah. great. That's, yeah. that's, my, that's my new favorite fun fact I about Jonas. <laughs> yeah, Jonas that. tells that story often. That's funny, man. Yeah, always, he always goes back to that. Anyways, um, I don't know if you guys noticed it. This happened the other day I was watching uh, Friday. And if you notice when Worm is like taking the little kids' the money, dude, Megan, Megan Good is one of the little kids with the, with the hat sideways. Oh, didn't know that. In, 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 in line, in line at, the, at the little ice, you know, the, the, the ice cream truck. Yeah, man, she's one of the ones there. Uh, wait a minute, and Worm is right there. And I just saw it happen to Paul. I was like, that making good. And yeah, dude, it was her. I was like, nah, that's crazy. And that was like 30 years ago. Hey. Damn. That's a good one. That's, Thank a, that's you, buddy. a damn good one. Um, you know, I thought of another one, Cavino. We all love Sandler movies growing up. And you might say, well, she was an actress. She was working, but... Claire Dunphy, the mom on Modern Family, we forget that she was his love interest in Happy Gilmore. Right, yeah. She just didn't well, have that that fame back then, but looking yeah, back, I mean, you know what's funny, you know what's interesting is that that trick, the trick is anytime something something hits, then they lead with that person's image on Netflix. They become part of the uh, the, the icon. Dude, wait, you know what? The I'll thumbnail, give you a good one. The thumbnail. Uh, Pedro Pascal, because of the popularity of The Last of Us, they start digging up old movies of his and put it on HBO and Netflix, and that's that happens all the Just time. Just because he's in the background now, you're tuning yeah. in to see that movie. Yeah, you got that random role on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah, so yeah, that's like, yeah. making the rounds. Let's add, let's let's advertise the show with him now. Uh, Nick, wrap it up. Before they became big stars in the world of sports and entertainment, they did what? Hey, what's up, guys? Second time talking to you guys. I got a bribery ball from you last time. Thank so you, man. I appreciate the good work. Thank you. Cool, Thank man. You. Hey, it's funny y'all just brought this up because literally about two weeks ago, I just got reminded that heartthrob Captain America Chris Evans made his debut on the nice Not Another Teen movie oh, that's back movie. in the day. <laughs> and I was like, I was completely blown away. Now he's superhero superstar. And back then he was just a funny little jock. And dude, it's it's for everybody. Like Drake and uh, Degrassi. Degrassi, you know that Canadian yeah. show that he was on. It's like when you see highlights from that, you can't help but laugh. But they get the last laugh because look at them now. What about like Leo DiCaprio and Growing yeah. Pants? Yeah, I, yeah. Started, much I started like, with that spot. Oh, did you? Sorry, much that. like Rich, who got his start on a game show, Price is Right. <laughs> uh, the rapper, <laughs> the rapper, the game. He was on Blind Date. Back in the day. Oh, with Roger Lodge? Yes. Wow. Uh, by the way, speaking of prices, right, I, I I was never contested, but I had a funny moment on the show. Danny, have you ever seen that video of Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul? Oh, yes. When he was like in college and he was on the prices, right? And he was yes. losing his body. He's like, hey, what's up, Bob? I love you, Bob Barker. Oh, like, so like great. He was, it was such a great clip if you've never seen it. And not only is he Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, but he's in the new. 
Black Mirror, and that episode is great. Definitely worth the watch. All right, so thank you guys for all your phone calls. Thank you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Be sure to chime in at Covino and Rich on social media and threads, of course, uh, you know, sweeping the nation. So you can find <laughs> us on threads. Uh, but appreciate all the feedback. Hit us up there. Uh, now, give me your prediction. Threads, mm-hmm. which is Zuckerberg's meta answer to Twitter. Is that going to catch on at all? Not even though, when does it debut? It's debuted already. Yeah, bro. Hey, where, ten, where you been, Texas? Ten, <laughs> ten, over 10 million users within the first day. Yeah. Hey, bro, w- welcome to Thursday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This debuted? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It's huge. And what's what's interesting about it, I've done a little investigation myself, it's like everyone's trying to figure it out together. And it's almost like endearing. Like we're all in the same spit. Like all of these people are just like all equalized now on this new platform. Well, like I'm what so is torn. this? I'm, let me tell it you really is like the, it's like the early days of Twitter where you're like everyone's just sharing thoughts. It hasn't turned into like an annoying I, I, brand trending thing yet. Two thoughts ahead. Does there come a point where we have too many social medias? Absolutely. And then there's the other point though. You don't want to be the idiot that ignores it because then you're late to the yeah, but party, not, not, pal. Every, not everything hits. What was the uh, the rooms one? The with the rooms? Yeah, I, don't, uh, I know like what club, you're talking club, about. Clubhouse and Clubhouse. Uh, yeah, yeah, like no, I just want to see. Spot just wanted to look at me. Yeah, it was like that. Was like Clubhouse, Fireside. There were all these like little chat interactive things that never really took off. Yeah, this, so it's um, not a guarantee. Yeah, but this is taking off, and I feel like people's disillusion with uh, Twitter after Elon Musk took it over. It may start driving more people over here. Well, I'll hit us up on threads. Over to threads. Covino and Rich. Listen, Spot, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone that's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm usually up on this stuff. But what functionality does meta threads have that you can't do on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media you already have? What is the advantage for threads? Threads, there is no advantage. Yeah, you can right. do anything on any of these apps. No, but the I feel same like way. right now, if I want, if I want to see some viral video or funny dance or funny something, I'll see it on Instagram Stories or I'll see it on TikTok. If it's, I want to catch up with my grandma, you know, like old people, it's the same family members. As Twitter. And, it's just like you know how trending when, news. Yeah, you know when, thoughts at this point. Like it's Spot more said. thought. It's more thoughts. You know how when things get too complicated, you strive for simplicity. This is back to simplicity. This is back to the early days of Twitter where it's just people sharing their thoughts and it's kind of cool and great. It's have like, posted, it's like Jack Handy's dream a, come true. We have, have we yeah. posted on threads yet as a show? Uh, I did post, I did do, I claimed and posted our first thread. It's really bad. Um, but no, I, I got, you got to get out there. You got to just like start posting. Is it linked already? Like you, you have to create an account so or if you have linked, Facebook and Instagram, you're already involved. I'm pretty sure it's, they use your Instagram account to get you into, or any sort of meta account. But I, I, Use our Instagram account. What did you? What's our first post? Like you, like uh, man, Britney Spears. Am I right? Like what would you? What's your? Uh, I, I just like uh, Katie Couric trying to figure it out. Yeah, still pretty much. Yeah. Still can't believe. Honestly, Lawrence, yeah. Still can't believe Lawrence Fishburne. What's was the Cowboy at, Curtis? Dude, what's the at symbol mean? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> what's so, that? That at sign. Man. I, I, I sometimes I like talking about these things because they're fun to look back on. Like when Threads is ruling the world in two years, this conversation will sound really funny. Yeah, I I think What are threads? <laughs> it's better to be with the trend. Can't be ahead of it, it's too late. But it's better to be with the trend than be behind on it. Yeah, I I'll tell you what, one of my biggest one of the things that Kavino and I hated the most 
when we were at Sirius XM back in the day, early on, they looked at, and a lot of media companies did, they looked at Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that as a competition to their media. So they're like, yeah, yeah, don't talk about it. Stay off it. Well, the thinking is, if you have a funny punchline, use it on our medium, not someone else's. Yeah, but then it, then, then it became, oh, no, we were wrong. Get on social media. Then it became, well, how are your numbers? Well, not as good as they should be because you told me to stay off of those things. Yeah, I all worked. And that was us. that was a and that was a lot of companies. That was not that was SXM, probably iHeart, probably everything. But um, yeah, you don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, TikTok's stupid, and then a year later be like, all right, you know, I, I check my, things on TikTok. My wish is that it just remains simple. We're going to be headed to Vegas tomorrow, and Kavino. Uh, well, we'll, we'll uh, be we'll, here first, uh, filling yeah. in for Dan Patrick, closing out the hat trick, our third show, and we'll get you ready for the weekend. We'll do something called weekend hobnobbing, hobnobgate, hobnobgate tomorrow, what you need to watch this weekend. All right, sweet. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, uh, at COVID on Rich, and uh, we'll see you. I'll read there, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber. Not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.